Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which now comes directly to you anytime anything new is produced. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. is broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people around the world each and every night. And a gentleman you've heard me talk about a lot, Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. That's UndergroundUSA.com is with us right now. And good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Well, we had a deadline this morning of 5 a.m. imposed by Putin and the Soviets, of which they were, uh, the the Ukrainians in Mariupol were to surrender, uh, and they would be guaranteed safe passage to uh, an evacuation lane out so they could get out of the, the city, if you will. They wanted the military out of there. That did not happen. Uh, we haven't heard anything that's happened since. So uh, we're at a stalemate again. Well, I, I think you're going to see a lot more of this because the Ukrainians are not going to roll over and surrender anytime soon. And I think Vladimir Putin was met with a little bit of a surprise. He thought he was going to be able to roll in to Ukraine and just have his way. And instead, his military is being exposed to the world as not being as potent as everybody thought. Yep. You know, now whether that's about the the Russian soldiers feeling that they, they're firing on, on some of their own, or the fact that maybe uh, the military has been presented as something that it's not, don't know yet. But the fact is, he's not having his way with the Ukraine. That is for damn sure. Yep. And striking a bold but ominous chord, the Ukrainian President Zelensky said that he's ready for negotiations once again with Russia's Putin. But if the net talk, the next talks break down like they did before, that would mean that this is now a third world war. Pretty tough talk, but that's what he said. Well, it's tough talk, but we, you know, let's let's pull back a little bit here and take a look at the at the facts as they are. Just because two countries are are waging war against each other does not mean it's a world war, you know. So that's a that's a little bit of an exaggeration. You've got the world, for the most part, except for China and, and a few other places, uh, India. Uh, sanctioning Russia because they don't agree with what they are, but there are no other countries with troops in the mix. A world war has to be has to be a little bit more than just two countries going at it. So uh, President Zelensky would be well to, as well as Putin, but I doubt Putin will, but President Zelensky would be well to temper his rhetoric mm-hmm. because we don't need to goad the world into global conflict 
No. That's something everybody does not want. And here's how I know Russia's in trouble. The Russian military yesterday ordered their cadets, cadets, teenagers from the military academy into the Ukraine, into the action. And they've sent more mercenaries specifically after Zelensky. And Belarus plans on invading the Ukraine, which means the Russians can't do it on their own. Well, it's, it certainly means that the Russians are having more trouble than they thought they were going to have. Uh, you know, Belarus, that's an interesting development. You've got to believe that Vladimir Putin was is exerted his influence over the president of Belarus to get them to do what they want, you know, that he what he wants. Um, but, you know, again, the thing that is concrete here is that Vladimir Putin was surprised that he couldn't have his way with Ukraine. They are putting up a much bigger fight than he could have ever imagined, and it caught him off guard. The fact that the cadets are going, you know, the the kids are in the military academy for a reason. That's right. You you know, but they are not seasoned soldiers yet. Nope, not at all. You know, so there's, uh, even then, bringing the cadets in just because he needs bodies doesn't mean that he's putting fully seasoned soldiers on the field. No. So, yeah, i gotta, I got to agree with you, Matt. That's a, it's an eyebrow raise that telegraphs, uh-oh. That's not a good move. No, and, and it, it, it tells the world that Putin's a little shaken on this. Mm-hmm. So his ultimatums, you know, there's one of two ways it can go. It can turn out to be just rhetoric. Or he can pull the pin on some things that are pretty drastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're coming up on a break. And, caller, if you can hold on, we'll get to you right when we come back from the break here. So hold on, caller. I'll pick the, up the phone here during the break. Uh, we'll be right back, folks. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, is with us. And I shall return. Don't go anywhere. It's a Monday morning here in Tampa, Florida, broadcasting around the country. The Captain's America Third Watch. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. He calls democracy messy, props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime, known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? Larry Fink, BlackRock. Taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. All righty. Welcome back to the Captain's America Third Watch Monday morning edition. This portion of the program, my conversation with Frank Silvato brought to you by Moss Nissan, part of the Moss Family Automotive Group. Check them out online, mossnissan.com. It's that simple. All righty, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We got two callers on the line. I'm going to go to the first one. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Hello, this is Jim calling from Nyack. Yes, sir, Jim. What's up, and how's things in Nyack? It's it's doing pretty well. Uh, I want to give a little perspective to the paper tiger that Biden is making uh, Russia out to be. Mm-hmm. A fact that could be easily researched is the gross domestic product of Russia, which is the total price of all the goods and services in a, in a year mm-hmm. for a country. Uh, Russia is beat by 100% by the state of California. California is over tr- $3 trillion gross domestic product annually, and Russia is less than half that. Wow. Texas has a greater gross domestic product, the state of Texas, than Russia. And the state of New York has a higher domestic product, gross domestic product, than Russia. Florida is just a tad bit below it. Mm-hmm. I believe Russia has about $1.6 trillion gross domestic product. So they're not the world superpower that they used to be. And I think it's pretty much a head fake to keep us from looking at China, who is the real problem. Yeah. So when... When Biden beats Russia, he's going to beat his chest and say, I beat a world power, but that's not really the case. They're not what they used to be. Okay. And I just wanted the American news public to know that. Well, thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate it. You take care up there in Nyack and keep those gas prices down. You're you're welcome. Keep up the good work, Captain. Thank you, my friend. Okay. And uh, Frank, you want to say something to that before we go to the next caller? Well, yeah, he's got a he's got a major point. They're not the USSR. The USSR was a world power because they were a totalitarian government with a militarized society. You know, now now that there's and this is one of the reasons that Putin is lashing out. He doesn't care for the West. He doesn't like the way the West has, has infiltrated Russian society. He 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 longs for the days of the Soviet Empire. He mm-hmm. believes that he's equal. He's lashing out. You know. Uh, but we should be, you know, you need to look at it with eyes wide open. Uh, the, the GDP of Russia, while, while important in contrast to the United States, uh, you have to add into the equation that they are a totalitarian society under Vladimir Putin. His military has still got some whispers of the Soviet era into it. Mm-hmm. That's the way Putin thinks. So there's a little bit of a difference there. When he orders the military to do something, he does it with a Soviet voice, even though it's a Russian society. But yeah, it's not. It's not like we're fighting China here. We're fighting a a shadow of what the USSR used to be in the region. That's still significant. Okay, let's jump over and grab the second caller, Baggammon Bob. What's on your mind? Yes, sir, Captain. I just want to know: Does the Congress or the Senate, Congress, I guess? or Senate have any actual, uh, I want to call them judicial powers, because the Justice Department doesn't seem to do its job. And is there any check on the Justice Department? Can they be overridden, impeached, or anything else? Because I know the Justice Department is controlled by the executive branch, but isn't there a check and balance in the Congress some way that that can be done on the Justice Department if Congress wants to have uh, arrest or somebody like that. All right, that's it, Captain. Okay, well, Frank, this is right up your alley. I know the answer, but you go first. Well, you've got the three co-equal branches of government. The, the legislative branch makes laws, okay? They, they, they craft laws, pass laws, and they can override vetoes to create laws. Uh, the executive branch is supposed to execute those laws w- with the consent of the president signing on to the laws. 
and the judicial branch is the branch that says, are these laws constitutional or not? And they adjudicate those things. So there's three co-equal branches of government that have checks and balances on each other. As far as arresting powers, you can hold somebody contempt of Congress, but you get into very dicey things when it comes to enforcing the law through the legislative branch. So if I'm understanding the question correctly, can can the the legislative branch execute executive branch powers? The answer is no. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. And a lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand how come when they're held in contempt of Congress that nobody can do anything to them. It's unless a criminal referral is handed over to the Department of Justice, and then that does not mean the Department of Justice has to act on it. Right, and then that is because they're needed when it comes to contempt of Congress to the point of of, of executing something against someone to because it's illegal. You need two branches of government to coincide on that. It's got three. Mm-hmm. You know, the branch here that has been impotent for for quite a while is the judicial branch. Correct. The Supreme the Supreme Court does not need to have something come before it to issue a ruling. Yep. on something that has been enacted. They can say, yo, yo, that's not correct, that's unconstitutional, we're, we're issuing a ruling on that. You don't need a court case to come in front. They can act. Now, that said, it also needs to be understood that the Constitution says that a Supreme Court justice serves during times of good behavior. Hmm. Yep. That means they can be removed. If Congress wants to go through the impeachment process, mm-hmm. you know, this, this idea that once you're on, you're on, and there's nothing you can do about it, that's just not true. Read the Constitution. They serve during times of good behavior. If you've got somebody abusing that position, they can be removed, just like a federal judge. Yep. Now, Dr. Fauci, little Dr. Fauci, was uh, heard from over the weekend again, uh, Sort of, kind of, in that uh, he came up with a hypothetical, well, if uh, COVID picks up the Omicron uh, XDY4QP, whatever the hell, it had a bunch of prefixes. Mm -hmm. If it picks up again, uh, we may have to go back to mass and uh, we might have to go to some sort of uh, form of shutdown or lockdown. uh, If, 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 if. Well, please go in a corner, little Dr. Fauci, sit down and shut the hell up. Yeah, and, and I would also say the people asking these questions need to go in a corner, sit down, shut up. You know, because they do feed this guy the questions in order to let him spew his rhetoric. Yeah. The mainstream media, especially MSNBC and CNN, they just need to keep thumping on this thing because it moves the focus away from what the Biden administration is failing at, which is mm. everything else. Yeah. By the way, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, hang on there, because uh, we might be hearing from somebody else. We'll see. That's going to drop in and uh, throw their two cents worth into the picture. And if we do, we do. And if we don't, we don't. But in the meantime, we will be right back with more. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, too. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, 
I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. All righty, we are going to do it. And hey, America, mark your calendars for April 1st through April 4th in Brandon, Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida. The biggest rally of 2022 is coming to my backyard. You'll hear from 18 great speakers featuring Lee Dundas from America's Frontline Doctors, Dr. David Martin exposing COVID lies, and Jack Maxey. He's the guy that found and revealed the information on Hunter Biden's laptop and the laptop scandal. And more. Get your tickets before they sell out at letsgobrandonrally.org. Attend in person or you can stream online too. You can buy a ticket to stream online. Don't have to show up. Now the first weekend of April in Brandon, Florida is when this is going to happen. April 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Let'sgobrandonrally.org. Don't wait. Get your tickets now. Let'sgobrandonrally.org. And I will be there live and in living color Saturday, April 2nd, all day long doing interviews and uh, talking to people and having a good old time, man. Mr. Frank Salvato, you're invited to come down there, too, if you can make it. Well, I, I would love to go down there and pat the city fathers on the back for coming up with such a brilliant move. <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do love the fact that they're saying, well, hey, well, we're named Brandon. Let's do this. Yeah, Brandon, Florida. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a nicer place. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know. It's thumbs up for me all the way around. Speaking of Brandon, he's on his way to uh, make an emergency trip to Europe to talk to some leaders. He's going to be there talking to those leaders. And then he's going to take a trip over to Poland. Uh, There was rumored uh, to begin with that maybe he might get close to the border with Poland and Ukraine. I don't think that would really be a great idea on his part, but he's not going to. So uh, he's back to uh, meeting with the Polish people, and I don't really think anybody else is want to have anything to do with him. No, you know, I don't know what he thinks he's doing going over there during a time of of economic and, and military strife. That he helped cause. You know, I, I mean, what's to accomplish mm-hmm. besides deflecting from his failures domestically here in the United States? Mm-hmm. Which I think is the pretty, pretty much the the point of of him trying to go over there. Mm-hmm. You know, to to be relevant is to deflect from his failures here at home. You know, you you said something to me last night where his approval rating now is at what thirty eight percent, thirty eight percent on a national poll at Rasmussen reports the lowest yet. You know, so his handlers have to go. So what do we do to make sure that we can? Shake up the media's attention and keep it that way for the next three years. 
that's got to be the game plan because his policies haven't changed. You know, nope. he's still pushing green energy, and even even though uh, a report came out that said that uh, the Bureau of Land Management and the Interior Secretary are talking about uh, moving forward with releasing more oil leases on federal land, big whoop, I have to say, because most of our oil leases are on private land. Mm-hmm. They're doing so because they got the okay to inject ESG scoring into uh, the surveying of whether these leases get leased or not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything that's coming out of this administration is something that hobbles the American economic engine. So what do you do? Let's go to Europe. This way, in every every different country where every lands in, you know, the, the world leaders have to put on the face that they actually give a damn that the guy's there. So you're going to get some decent media for about 20 minutes until he shuffles off the wrong side of the stage and, and starts calling world leaders by other people's names. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't, I, you know, this is all a big deflection as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure that, that the French president, the German chancellor, and, and the prime minister of England couldn't care less whether Joe Biden was coming over or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't doubt that for a second because, uh, you know, we've got all these Ukraine refugee relief organizations that are over there doing what they're doing, and I'm sure they'd rather not see the president show up near them because they got a job to do. Well, there, there's something that I don't think Mr. Biden's handlers have have, have counted on, and I, you can't guarantee that there's not going to be opposition to his presence there. Oh, yeah. If they're looking for happy, fun time people waving pro-American signs, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be greeted with that. No, nope. I think you're going to see people showing their displeasure with this man and his policies as it, as they affect Europe. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you got to remember you know, there's bad, op- bad optics. Yeah, and you got to remember there's so many negatives that are over there when it comes to Ukraine, and they all know about Hunter Biden, the laptop, and Joe, uh, you know, the big boy, whatever they call them there, the big guy. They all know big about deal. that over there. Mm-hmm. They're feeling the energy pressure over there. You bet. With the United States as an exporter of energy under Donald Trump, that could have actually helped them out in this pinch. Now that with the green policies over here in the United States and the ipso facto shutdown of the fossil fuel industry to the extent that it's been hobbled, we can't help them at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're seeing these decisions and policies as something that directly affects them. And it's, you know, for our, it's self-imposed by us. We mm-hmm. don't have to be, we don't have to be energy dependent. We don't need to be hobbled. Nope. This is a policy decision by the people in the White House. They're doing this. If he thinks that there's not going to be protesters about his decisions that affect us domestically here about energy, I think this is a miscalculation on his part. And, Frank, they know that we know that he is the president of high gas prices. It started on his watch. We've been watching this. We know about this. We've reported it since day one. They can't lie their way out of this with Biden or, or I'm mean, with Putin or with with Iran or with any other source they can think of. They can't lie their way out. They are responsible for what happened with the policies they put in place. And with his with the people who are green advocates, I call them eco zealots mm-hmm. that are in his cabinet and mm-hmm. in his inner circle. 
when the people of Europe start booing him and protesting his presence over there for his energy policies at home, yep. they're going to try and say, oh, this is just because uh, he's not because of Ukraine and this, that, and the other. No, it's not. This is When you hear those boos, it's for the energy policies that these eco-zealots in his cabinet have pushed him to do. This is a this is a direct response to not being smart about energy on the global stage, and the Biden administration is not being smart on energy at all. If they really want to see renewable energy be something, and right now it the the vast and overwhelming majority of the energy we use is not renewable. They, they don't. Don't fall for the canard that, oh, it's up and coming, and all we got to do is flip the switch, and we're done, and we're with renewables. Maybe, maybe 10% of the energy that people use comes mm-hmm. from renewables. Other than that, we're still a fossil fuel nation. You need to go with an all-of-the-above approach to energy until renewable energy is sustainable, affordable, and reliable. It is not today. If the Green Movement was smart, they would be saying, well, let's work to make it something that the market replaces fossil fuels with. Instead, they're forcing it upon the United States and the world before its time, and it's hurting people. When you hear the boos over in Europe, and, if you, and you see the people protesting against Biden, that's what they're saying. Yeah, and you're right. You're absolutely 100% right yeah. on that one. That's, that's, what, that's what they're saying. You know, that they see weak leadership in the United States. And when the United States is weak, especially on the global stage, it affects more than just the administration's poll numbers. Mm-hmm. By the way, before we go, I want to make the announcement that the United States Marine Corps released the identities on Sunday of the four service members who died when their uh, C, uh, their MV-22B Osprey crashed uh, off the coast of uh, Norway. And the four fallen Marines who were assigned to the 2nd Marine Wing are Captain Matthew J. Tomkowitz of Indiana, Captain Ross A. Reynolds of Massachusetts, Gunnery Sergeant James W. Speedy of Ohio, and Corporal Jacob M. Moore of Kentucky. May they all rest in peace. Absolutely. Thank you for your sacrifices and your service to our country, and my condolences to the families. Yep. Who, who also serve when someone goes into the battle sphere. Yes, sir, buddy. You got it. All right, my friend, I will talk to you on Friday. Have yourself a great day, and uh, stay out of the raindrops up there. Yeah, stay low, my friend. All right, thanks a lot, everybody. UndergroundUSA.com is the website, UndergroundUSA.com. Check it out. Find out what he's all about. Get his great podcast, read the articles, sign up for his stuff, and you'll know what he knows when he knows it. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. 
With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it and it may just save your life. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.